It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Today we'll continue hearing an interview I did in 2009 with a U.S. Coast Guard rescue swimmer who was then based at Air Station Astoria. It's one of the most interesting interviews I have ever done in my years doing the ship report, and I greatly appreciated the time he took explaining his job, showing me all the equipment used in rescues, and uh, later in this series we'll even go inside a Coast Guard rescue helicopter. I learned so much about the Coast Guard and about this amazing work uh, during this interview. All of us here on the coast have at one time or another seen an orange and white U.S. Coast Guard helicopter passing by on its way to what was probably a search and rescue mission. On board each helicopter is a four-person crew, a pilot, a co-pilot, a flight mechanic, and a rescue swimmer. And this week on the Ship Report, we are talking about that very specialized job of rescue swimmer. So I talked with rescue swimmer, or aviation survival technician as they're called, Thomas Beaudry at Air Station Astoria. At the time we spoke, he had been in the Coast Guard for 18 years and had been a swimmer for 16. In today's excerpt, I asked him one of my favorite questions to ask anyone. What do you like best about your work? After you do a rescue, you actually get a chance. The people will turn around to you before they leave the aircraft. Uh, we'll literally stick their hand out and just tell them thank you. The personal satisfaction of knowing that you made a difference in somebody's life. Um, it takes all four of us on the helicopter to do the job. I mean, if the pilot or the co-pilot or the flight mech or even ourselves are out of sync, something is not right, we're not going to get the job done. It takes all four of us. Unfortunately, the pilot and the co-pilot don't get to see as much of the hands-on satisfaction that we get from the the survivors, when we pull them into the aircraft or as we're walking them over to the ambulance, as, um, as the flight mechs and ourselves do, and they stick out their hand, they look, look you square in the eye and they say, thank you, you know, for saving their lives. We're just doing our jobs to us, but it's the personal satisfaction. I asked him to explain a little bit more about how people end up in the rescue swimmer program, how they end up um, either being directed or choosing this unusual line of work. After boot camp, they give you an option of all the schools that you're available to go to, all the different rates that the Coast Guard has. Then they get to choose, decide, okay, this is what I want to do. Some people look at it and say, wow, yeah, that's really cool. I'd like to jump out of helicopters. And all of a sudden, now they're sitting in the doorway and like, hmm, sorry, this isn't for me. And that's fine. you know. And it's good that you get to know that before you actually go through school. I asked him how many people initially enter the rescue swimmer program and then decide to drop out. Uh, I don't know what the numbers are. I know that the um, dropout rate, unfortunately, at our school has been as high as about 75%. So we'll go to start off with a class of 12 and you'll lose eight of them, you know, in the course of six weeks. So those other four people will make it through the school after the 16, 18 weeks that they're going to be there. They can choose another line of work within the Coast Guard, but not very many people, percentage-wise, become rescue swimmers. We're about 1% of the entire Coast Guard. I asked him what he would tell kids who were perhaps listening to this interview who might be intrigued by the possibility of going into the Coast Guard and possibly becoming a rescue swimmer. Well, first thing for kids, stay in school. You need a high school diploma. 
um, be the best you can be in whatever you do. Be respectful to your parents. Be respectful to yourself. Um, stay away from drugs. Stay away from cigarettes. Um, get a good workout program going. Um, learn to swim. Never go swimming by yourself. But learn to swim. And um, once you graduate school, come see us. So if you are someone who's intrigued by the idea of perhaps joining the Coast Guard, signing up and becoming a rescue swimmer, here's a little bit from uh, um, some information from a website called military.com, all about the rescue swimmer fitness standards that the Coast Guard insists upon for its recruits in that, in that area. According to the rescue swimmer course syllabus, Rescue swimmers must have flexibility, strength, endurance, and be able to function for 30 minutes in heavy seas. So, being comfortable in the water is an understatement. You have to be able to think and perform challenging tasks while submerged, holding your breath and getting tossed around by 10 to 20 foot waves, and sometimes higher. Rescue swimmers also must have the skills to provide basic pre-hospital life support for rescued individuals, and as part of their training, candidates must complete an emergency medical training EMT course. This is not an ordinary EMT. Exposed to high seas, rough terrain, and other dangers, an ordinary EMT would not survive. The training you are seeking is intense physical and mental training that will challenge you to your core. You must have a deep respect for the power of the sea, but know that your training will help save your life and the lives of the ocean's victims. The required monthly physical training test includes push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, chin-ups, 12-minute crawl swim for 500 yards at a minimum, and a 25-yard underwater swim and a 200-yard buddy tow where you are uh, taking another person with you through the water. Here are some uh, standards, um, shoulder width push-ups, 50, sit-ups, 60, pull-ups, 5, chin-ups, 5, 500-yard crawl swim completed within 12 minutes, 25-yard underwater swim, repeat four times, and a buddy tow for 200 yards. If you are considering this profession, they say finally, take an ocean lifeguard course with the Red Cross to see if you have what it takes. You will learn how to perform the crawl stroke, underwater swim, and buddy toe properly with this preparatory lifeguard course. So I guess what they're getting at here is that this is not your ordinary physical fitness training. I know, um, boy, back when, um, way before the pandemic, when I used to swim in the pool, I would go there and on some days in the mornings, the, the rescue swimmer trainees would come in and, and do their physical training there. And they were incredible. I mean, they would swim so fast that it was like they had motors attached to their feet and uh, even without any flippers on. So these are very, very highly trained and extremely fit people who are um, essentially, uh, their task is to remain highly fit for a living. So if you're going to... Um, do anything like that, you would have to be keep yourself to a pretty high standard. The, the Aquatic Center in Astoria is actually a place where the Coast Guard does a lot of really interesting training, with the, in, at least in the past, I would see them there. And they have a, um, a model of the inside of uh, uh, one of their helicopters that they do training in. So in case a helicopter ends up in the water, it flips upside down and sinks pretty fast. And so the 
the Coast Guard crew members have to know how to get out of that safely. And so they do some pretty intense training in the water there. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, you might want to contact the Coast Guard. It could be really interesting, rewarding, and quite demanding career choice. You've been listening to The Ship Report, show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening and have a great day. <laughs>